go vroom vroom with Melinda Ferguson and uh, time for her to make me green with envy and discover what vehicle she was uh, puttering about in or revving up a storm in uh, this past week and in the week to come. Hey, Melinda. Hi, darling. I can feel the green, but I think you're going to... um, this is such a nice combination of stuff. There's going to be a bit of luck that you're going to be envious about. There might be something that you say, oh, maybe I'm actually going to get this car. I mean, by the amount of cars I've sold you over the last few months, I'm sure you've got a whole garage full. Hey, every time we talk you about know. one, I'm sure you go and buy it. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday I was um, really happy because I've been loving this rain, but I was worried that there was going to be lots of rain because we were going on the Kilani racetrack um, with the new, well, it's the refreshed Hyundai Tucson Sport. Now, you wouldn't expect maybe a Tucson to go on a racetrack, um, but the weather was, as you know, pretty gorgeous yesterday. Um, No rain. It was just sunny and it wasn't too hot. So we had quite a, a successful time, let's say, in this Tucson Sport. Um, do you like the? Um, I've got a feeling that you would like it, Tucson. Um, I don't have strong feelings against it. Okay, well that's a very nice <laughs> way of saying I don't care about the Tucson. <laughs> I don't have very strong feelings against it. Look, it's um, it's it's a, it's a very, very reliable and very handy car, and it's very popular in this country because it's that SUV. It gets places. Um, Hyundai has done amazing things in this country. I think when they started it was mm, not so sure who's Hyundai, who's Kia, Korean, kind of who are these manufacturers but at this point I was very shocked to find out they are third best selling passengers in the country which is pretty unbelievable for a, for a brand that kind of came in in the back door. So the Tucson is definitely worth looking at if one is into a kind of sporty lifestyle, I think. And then the sport derivative, which they bought out in 2017 and have now, as car manufacturers do, done a refreshed kind of version, is very capable and rather sporty. It was great fun driving around the Kilani racetrack without any speed limits. It's got a great sound, quite a vroom vroom kind of exhaust, and I mean it did it did wonders on the on the racetrack and also on road. Obviously, that's where you're gonna you're not gonna go race your Tucson on a racetrack. Um, I don't think most people wouldn't, but you can if you like. So that's just me not even taking a breath. Mm, and what speed yeah. did you get there? Well, a good 180, 200. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't, I drove the, the diesel and the petrol. The petrol's a bit of a faster car, although it's, the, the diesel's two litre, the petrol's 1.6, but it's this fantastic turbocharged engine. And it's got a, a wonderful 150 kilowatts of power and 300 newton meters of torque. So that, Gives it a kind of overall strength. And the diesel one's got more torque. um, So it would be a great kind of towing car if one needed that. 
What's the diesel's talk? The diesel's talk is about three seven. It's four. Ooh, it's actually four sixty newton meters. That's a lot of talk, and it's also this turbo diesel, and 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 so though that's what makes the the, the sport Tucson such fun to drive. I think, and then of course it's got great storage. It's got all the. You know, bells and whistles inside, electric seat adjustment. You've got your rear park assist camera, which you know how much I love. Panoramics, a panoramic sunroof. I'm not a big sunroof person, though. Um, are you? I do enjoy it. I mean, it, yeah, no, you need the right kind of vehicle mm. um, as well because it's got a certain kind of sport leisure feel to me. Um, yeah. So I don't think, you know, you can just plonk it on any old vehicle and, and, oh, you know, it's fantastic. No, I don't think so. But I like it. On yeah. the right kinds of vehicles. Mm. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think I'm a bit spoiled. I get used to these things. Yeah, well, I think if I had my own... <laughs> car and I'd owned that car for a few years and I had a sunroof, I'd be very excited. But because I do get to get a little bit blase about the sunroof, I'm like, ah, it's just another sunroof now. Um, because I don't I don't like the sun burning on me. Um, right. So I've got a bit of that kind of like freckly fair skin at times. So I feel the heat quite intensely. So for me, You know I'd there's rather... sunblock, right? Yeah, but, uh, I hate sunblock. It makes white skin all like kind of oh, weird. You, and white. I will. You know what? We need to have a side conversation, and I will talk you through sunblock. You can talk me through sunblock. Mm-hmm. We'll find you the I mean, right one. Just on a little bit of a side swoop here, my boyfriend is ex- a very like health conscious person, and he thinks the sun is the most valuable thing for us to actually expose ourselves to like as a health thing, like an and midday sun mm-hmm. to to have like injections of vitamin D is brilliantly healthy. And there is a whole I'm sure you know about this because you're quite a healthy girl. Um so I, I must say I'm a I'm a bit of a maggot <laughs> but he just pushes me into the sun all the time. Okay, let's not get there. So let's go back to cars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think this this Tucson is a is a big it's a big it's a big seller here in South Africa. I think people who love the Tucson are going to absolutely love the sport. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot to talk about this week, so should we just cut straight to the price? Yes, no guessing. Just okay, no wait. guessing. Giving you straight up. A little bit unexpected, I must say. I thought, look, cars are expensive. I didn't think it would be in the this 600. expensive. <gasps> no. Yeah. No. Tucson 1.6 TGDI Sport, which is a dual clutch mm-hmm. transmission. This is the turbo charge. It's 654,900. The Tucson 2 uh, R2. You're kidding. Yeah. Near I'm buying a second-hand Porsche with that money. <laughs> The sport turbo diesel is six sixty four nine nine hundred. That's ten more. I think it's quite pricey. If anything I isn't agree. too rave second, about it, I second price. that. Mm. I mean, geez, I can't believe how expensive cars are. I thought it would be maybe mid five hundreds, but you know what? No, I think they. I tell you what. What what doesn't help Hyundai is the import duties out from Korea to here. Um, I think they pay a lot of tax. 
And so I think it's it's literally their pricing has to do with the enormous amounts they they're fishing out, dishing out rather, um, tax wise. Well, you know, it, when I'm yeah. looking for value for money, then I don't care what they're paying in tax. Mm. They've got to figure out their it's pricing. It's not really our problem. Yeah, mm. it does come with a seven year warranty, and I think if you're a Hyundai Tucson fan, you know. Clearly, they're doing something right. Number three, they're selling passenger cars in the country, passenger cars. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there will be people who buy this car. There will be last time, I think in 20, the last sport they bought out, they only bought 500 uh, units and mm-hmm. they all sold and they're bringing more. So there's obviously a demand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. yet, men say, I mean, I, think I, I don't know I, who these men are, but I believe that they exist, yes. They are. They, they are these people that are buying brand new cars and, and changing Maybe I'm just cars. jealous because I'm not one of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen, I'm just, I just, you know, swoop through these cars and I, I don't really have to buy them. That's which, true. You actually yeah. you actually have the I best the part. Best of it. Yeah, no, yeah. because, I mean, you don't have to own any single vehicle because you yeah. can drive all of them. Because I love that idea that the things you own end up owning you, mm, mm. and it's true. The things we when we, we for me, if like I had to go and spend all my money on a brand new sports car, after like a month, I'm sure I'd be like used to it. And then it's like keeping it together and not getting it dented. So there's a lot of stuff I think, and not just with cars, that we land up getting very attached to. So I do have this beautiful. I get attached, I say goodbye. I, I get attached, I say goodbye, and I never really own it. Well, I don't own it, not really ever. I just don't own them. But let's talk about my next fabulous car, which is the Volvo S90, which was a bit of a one I threw into the mix tonight because I unexpectedly had it delivered. Oh, you know, I mean, I... I do love Volvos these days. I think they've done amazing stuff with design. With the interior of their cars, they've got like one of the best ergonomically placed kind of everything. Their infotainment system is always beautiful and easy to use and it's easy to touch and it's in the right place. The the inside of this car is really drop-dead gorgeous. Leather seats... And you know the the, Swiss, the Swedish, uh, the Swedish have I think they've got very kind of understated taste. There's an understatedness thing, you know, about the clear cut lines, very similar in a way to the Japanese for me. The, in terms of Lexus and Volvo, are mm-hmm. two cars that are quite reminiscent of each other. That you're kind of wax lyrical about exactly where everything is placed and how, you know, just perfectly things work. So that's what the S90 was for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm busy basically driving the D5, which is a diesel. It's the Geartronic uh, all-wheel drive. It is very beautiful to look at. It's got a four-cylinder turbocharged diesel engine. It's claimed at 4.5 liters to 100, the fuel, 4.8. I'm getting seven, seven and a half. So it's one of those. I think if you just drove on a straight road for 
500 Ks, you'd get four, 4.8 maybe. But in the city where I'm running up and down and starting and stopping, I'm getting more like seven and a half. But that's kind of to be expected because we hardly ever get what they tell us. Um, it's got 480 newton meters of torque, which is amazing. Amazing, I said it. 173 kilowatts. Um, really just a incredibly serene car to drive. It's not like, you know, giving you kind of crazy feelings of speed or anything mm. like that. But it's in the same class as the uh, BMW 5 Series, the Mercedes E-Class. So you can, can imagine it's kind of that sedan, saloon, business person, executive, premium. Well, someone who's arrived. And Where? Arrived, <laughs> Where they arrived at the bank. <laughs> I, always, the I love are. that phrase. I love that phrase when people say, oh, so-and-so has arrived. In my, arrived. in my head, I'm always going, where? Where, where did they arrive? He's arrived at the doorstep. <laughs> no, a person who's done well, let's say. He's probably mm. an MD. He's running a business. He's an a old CEO. person. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they also, oh, did you say an old person? I'm being a troublemaker. Yes, I said an old person. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, an older person or an incredibly, I think younger people who choose Volvos, for me, are very interesting. It tells me a lot about them. They have a sense of gentility, and uh, I think they've got good taste. It's the same as Alexis for me. People who drive these cars, I immediately put them into my little box where I say, Hmm, you've got a diff. you know, you're not a Beamer, you're not a, a German fiend who's driving their BMW and their Mercedes and showing off. Okay, look, let, let me just say, I think anyone under 30 driving a Volvo has no imagination. Hmm. Yeah. I think someone who's driving a Volvo under 30 is intelligent and has got a great sense of self. But no imagination, you see. (laughs) I never said stupid. (laughs) I never said that. I said no imagination. You still got the the Volvo as the old fuddy-duddy car, hey? I do, yeah. Yeah, you've Mm. got that, and I It's the same with a Merc. I mean, if you're under 30 and you're driving a Merc, it's got to be that sporty little thing, hatchback number. Mm. Anything else, please, come on, are you trying to be your dad or your mom you know come on amazing how we box people because i watch people watching me (laughs) that sounds like a total narcissist um because when i drive in in certain cars obviously people make their own calculations and we do i mean we see people in traffic you see someone briefly our minds are computing all the time i think judging even though we sort of want to not be judgmental or rather assessing let's call it assessing so if I'm driving like a Tata someone's like going to rev in front of me shoot behind me come behind you know treat me actually I was about to swear but badly on the road whereas if I drive up in the XJ Jaguar or the Volvo S90 immediately people are going she's doing well she's got money 
or maybe I'm just I don't think so. I think think people just, you know, in the Tata, they're just like, get out of the way, move over. And in any car that's like over six six hundred seven hundred thousand and they're just like oh shit i don't want to i don't want to scratch that car i can't afford to, to pay for the damage maybe that's what so i suppose i'm generalizing a lot maybe this is the superficial level i've got to because i've driven so many cars now honestly i mean i've been doing this for 10 years and i try to imagine how many cars i've probably driven like 500 different cars in my life maybe more mm. So, so, so in that context, it'll be interesting, you know, if you sat down for like an hour or two and made some notes and just thought and kind of immersed yourself in your memories and then came up wow. with like 10 cars that really, you know, that really wow. stand out. But on yeah. the previous point that you were making, look, I'd be, I have to be absolutely naive to ignore the fact that people do judge other people on the car they're driving it's it's absolutely true it's very true i mean i know from the times that i was driving my little golf three and now these days where i'm just like oh blase getting in this one getting out that one and i i i, I do a lot of people you know because i'm also a publisher people are well she's doing well i'm like it's not even my car dude i'm not driving a jaguar from all the books i've sold i promise you but like there is a sense that we are quite superficial in the way that we make assessments. And the guy, I, I always love knowing the, the kind of million, I know, I don't know that many millionaires, billionaires, and that I've got one particular guy I know, and he drives an old beaten up Mazda 323, and he is loaded. He is loaded, this guy. He's got a house in Goa. He's got a house in Monte Carlo. I think he just loves playing with this idea that he can just come in this bashed-up old, like, 30-year-old car, and people make assessments and have no idea that this guy could buy the whole car park. So well, that's I think interesting it's, for I th- me. I think he's... Um, I think I get him. Yeah, no, no, I think he's, he's just, you know, he wants to get the most honest reaction from people. Mm. People are going to react to him as their true selves. Yeah. The, you know, they're not going to react to the money behind him or mm. the the jag he stepped out of, because that's what people yeah. do, or, or yeah. the Cartier on, on his arm. That's what people react to. Absolutely. So in his case, people have got to be themselves first of all and and react to him as just a human being in front of a them human being and so, that's how it should be exactly but really, so so know? he really is getting a very good measure of the other person just by seeing how they deal with him and how they respond yeah because i mean that nobody is wanting anything from him at that point because they he looks like someone who doesn't have anything that they could want you know well, I mean, you know, when I drive in one of my snazzy cars and I stop at a at a traffic light or robots and a homeless person comes up to me, I can see in that person's eyes he's going, you have got money, you need to give me some. And sometimes I roll down the window and say, listen, here's something or I don't have anything on me, but this isn't my car. But I could be like speaking Swahili because the guy does not believe me. He just look. He's mine. Okay. Well, I hope you're not in Kenya when that happens, because if you're speaking Swahili in Kenya, <laughs> they understand you. 
but yes, no, I take your you point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So anyway, this Volvo, full of safety as always. It's got that cyclist, the large animal detection again. Remember the other one I did? Yeah. So if a small animal comes, it's tickets it's for the toast. small animal. <laughs> Bye-bye, squirrel. <laughs> but yeah, no squirrels in there. But if there's a nice dog and a, a sort of horse coming near you, um, yes, definitely the Volvo is going to jack into the city safety the front collision warning, and the full auto brake. So as we always speak about Volvo's great with safety. So, yeah, lots of uh, beautiful sound system as well in this Volvo, uh, Bowers and Wilkin. There's all sorts of blind spot detection, you know, when someone's coming. You know, blind spots are quite a hassle mm -hmm. if you don't see. And this is great because it literally flashes on the side, a side view mirror, um, it's got all of that stuff. Is a mm -hmm. 360 camera. So, you, so you actually don't have to do anything besides switch the car on and steer yes. it in the right direction because it looks like it's doing everything else. It's doing everything, and you're actually kind of having a holiday while you're driving. That's the most the the, the most accurate image I can give you of driving this Volvo has been like I've been on a bit of a holiday while driving. Is it as good as? Which car was it that gives you the massage while you're driving? Is it as good as that one? Uh, that was, what was, that was the, the XC60 um, a, a little while ago. Mm. This one I haven't actually investigated the massages yet um, because I was so busy driving around the track on the Tucson and I literally got it um, a few hours before. But tomorrow I plan to take it out for the day. Now listen, and before, I'm sure we're running out of time, let me quickly give you the price. And this Volvo, this fabulous Volvo S90 D5 costs 800, let me just check, 895,900 rand. Now you know, that 900 rand, that's like, when you uh, go to pick and pay and an yeah. item is 25 rand 99 yeah. cents. And I'm like, what's the point? Just to make it. Just why bother? Just make it 900. Exactly. Look, the options on the car are, are long and there's a long list. What are the, the most I, standout options? So the options that I had was this Bowers and Wilkin um the sound system, which I thought was absolutely standout. The heated front seats are also an option. The 360 degrees, and then you've also got a, a camera, and then the power tailgate, power-operated tailgate, which is the boot, obviously, where you just press a button and it opens and closes for you. And those are all the options that st stood out for me, but that put on another 68 grand on the car. And the one that I tested, as tested, it was one million and twenty-seven thousand rand. So that's definitely going. <laughs> yeah. Wowzers! That's Wowzers. that's my starter Porsche. That's not even second. I know. I know. So, but the Merc, the E-Class, it's all the same, hey? Uh, the 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 Merc E Class, the BMW 5 Series, all in the same same price. So people are in for the million, um, spending mm -hmm. a million mm -hmm. on a car. These are the cars they'll be considering. Then you start thinking the Tucson is actually quite cheap.
But there's a lot of a dif- there's a big there's a big a lot of a difference. I'm sorry, my English is going to to hell. Um, there's a big difference, I think, buying a BMW, a Merc, a Volvo to a Hyundai, psychologically. Mm, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. But it's all part of that whole you know elitist thing. It's the whole elitist thing, and to get and I, look, the, the, I must tell you that on Tuesday I'm going to something that I've been looking forward to for a long time. The new, the, the refreshed Ford Mustang is being launched, and you know, I tell you what, there's nothing elitist actually about a Mustang because the amount of people that stopped to take photographs the last time I was driving a Mustang was actually unbelievable. This car just elicits enormous interest from everybody. So that's why I say it's not elitist. Mm. It is a real, it's the people's sport it's a crowd car, pleaser. Yeah. I mean, Steve McQueen, the movie Bullet, made it really famous. Um, I think it's got that kind of Hollywood heritage. It's got all of that kind of drama. It's the Mustang. And for the, I will get to the price because I'm going to give you a quick sneak preview. There are, there are five um, new derivatives coming into the country this week. Uh, there's a five, and, and my, my, the one I'm really going to be looking forward to driving, obviously, is the five-liter V8 engine, which is just as you can hear by the sound mm. of it, it's going to be amazing. Mm. 331 kilowatts, 529 newton meters, 10-speed automatic transmission, power in the rear wheel, rear, rear wheels. And this is going to be an absolute, I think, um, incredible experience. And then the Bullet, which is a very limited edition, they're only bringing 50 into the country. I'm sure they've all been ordered. That has got an enormous 338 kilowatts of power and also 529 newton meters. And that bullet is obviously uh, a kind of ode to the Steve McQueen bullet movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. So, so before I ask you what it costs, I'm dying to know where you're going to drive it because this can't be just up and down the road in the city. No, we being flown to Durban, destination unknown. Um, I hope, I've got this hope we're going to stay somewhere really nice, but I'm sure they have got something very exciting lined up for us. Um, but we are told nothing. We're just told to get to the airport. Oh, hang on. I've got this completely wrong. Jeez. Okay, the reason I'm confused is I'm going to the Lexus launch in Durban. We're doing it here in Cape Town. Mm. I'm flying back from the Lexus. Let me crash. What crash? What Mm. did you say? I may crash, as in gate crash. You may gate crash. Mm. Yeah, darling. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, um, Mustang. We are going to, I think we're going to be going around Franschhoek. That's my feeling. All those passes, Halshoekte, all those fabulous roads, which are reminiscent of like Monte Carlo, I think. Or Sounds Italy. lovely. Oh gosh, I know. This is not. This is going to be on Wednesday. Oh wow! Well, I really might crash. 
Oh, please, I will send you a GPS location and you can come. <laughs> I'm sure my friend's coming and we're from Cape Talk. So yeah, like, why wow, not? Yeah. Wow. Seriously, I mean, I'll tell you where we are. We're meeting at the airport and now everyone's going to come. I better not say what No, no, time. no. Yeah, exactly. Save the, say yeah. that for later. Say that for okay, later. I'll say that for later. Okay, we, we're out of time. You've got to wrap it up, wrap it up. Wrap it up. I don't know the exact pricing, but I do know that they're going to start in the mid eight hundred. Actually, seven fifty, I think, is the is the is the entry level, and it will go into something just under a million. Not bad for a mass plan. That's all I have to say. Well, I mean, it's a lot of power. And and it's a and it's a sexy car. And yeah. it's sexy, and you're paying yeah. for sex appeal, but as a sports car. Uh, you know, mm. really, this is mm. an no. The performance piece. is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So if you've got a close to a bar hanging around, you've got to look at it and think. Treat yourself to the Mustang. Oh I think gosh. it looks great. Well, I, I I might be able to scratch out half a bar somewhere. Okay, and then <laughs> and maybe I'll just I'll steal the rest. Other. Yeah, there so we, we go. Share it That's once a plan. We'll do a, like a parental kind of Mustang. Exactly. You get it two days a week. How's that? No, we we do it one week. One week. But you're only bringing like a little bit of the money. Come on, no, Melinda. Bring, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, because I'm, not, I'm only bringing 200. <laughs> yeah. Okay, listen, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll launch. work it out. Okay. We'll work it out. Thanks, Melinda. Have a great Thanks, one. my darling. All right, okay. keep well. Bye-bye.